0: what's up everybody and it's episode number 36 of the psych ward podcast we we did it so before we get into today's episode first thing i want to say is we broke 500 plays like yo that's actually kind of exciting like i know it's like not the biggest milestone but for me i never really thought that anybody out there would value anything I really said, in my opinion, more than anyone else's. So to gain like a small following and to see support coming in to this degree, and now that we've hit this milestone, it just makes me really happy and it really motivates me to keep doing what I'm doing, guys. So thank you. But I would also like to say that, general reminder, it's time for the giveaway. Now that we've hit 500 plays, I'll be giving away a $20 Apple gift card, Apple Music gift card. Does Apple have a store gift card? We're going to go with Apple Music or Apple Store gift card, just an Apple gift card. Or if you don't have an Apple product, we can go with a Google Play Store card, $20 Google Play Store card. Or if you're the winner, we will go into other possible gift cards to reward you depending on the severity of you not having either Android or Apple, which I don't believe, but (laughs) we'll see. And now the way for you to sign up for this contest, everybody, what I'm going to need you to do is. Any episode, whatever episode you watch, even if it's this episode we're about to get into today, make sure you leave a viewer message, a listener message. And I get all your messages. And after I've listened to them all, I'm going to enter everybody's name that dropped a message into a random number generator. And the winner will receive it. So without further ado, I think I'm going to dive into today's topic for you guys. What is a cult? how do I identify a cult? And the big key question that we're going to ask is, are cults bad? Now, a cult is a system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular figure or object. Now, I know that in today's times, the word cult, it has a very negative connotation. When people think cult, they think satanic even though there's a church of satan that's widely accepted and does a lot but anywho they think satanic cults they think paganistic rituals in the dark with fucking deer horns and shit who knows but the funny thing about cults is everyone in one says they're not in one (laughs) it's so funny cults have existed since the dawn of time and to be honest guys they're a part of humanity like Religion is low key a crutch for us to like bear the fact that we have finite lifespans, and we know that not to dish your religion, but at one point we didn't all have a consensus on religion at one point we still don't so I'm just offering what I can feel is like an overall objective perspective on it, and if it's not, oh well, <laughs> but cults have existed since the dawn of time they're a part of humanity i like I said, I understand that's and There's a negative meaning, but you got to refer to the definition of the word cult a system of religious veneration and devotion Directed towards a particular figure or object. I wonder who that could be the big G Good old Allah Buddha Shiva Poseidon Zeus Hades Now what y'all need to understand though is that okay when when you see someone screaming Allah that's translated, that's literally like The same as us screaming God is good Do you, you get that, right? It's the same as us screaming God is good That's what the translation is And we've all heard that in our churches here in the south Especially here in the fucking south Boy, I For, for those of you who have never been to a like Dominantly southern church And I'm gonna take it a step further And say a dominantly southern black church Good lord Jesus Like I guarantee you, everybody that's been to a black church will say that the pastor is standing, stood in the pulpit and hit this exact note. I love the Lord, he heard my cry. It's so fucking like, and then they say, God is good. Amen. Amen. God is good. And then we look at people doing the same thing in other cultures with, like, they can even directly translate what they're saying to the same thing we're saying. But we judge their religious veneration towards their their particular figure or object. It's it's odd, guys. It's even bizarre. But before I get further into it, I like to state the twenty seventh law of power from Robert Greene's Forty Eight Laws of Power, and it says: Play on people's need to believe to create a cult like following. People have an overwhelming desire to believe in something. Become the focal point of such desire by offering them a cause, a new faith to follow. Keep your words vague but full of promise. Emphasize enthusiasm over rationality and clear thinking. Give your new disciples rituals to perform. Ask them to make sacrifices on your behalf. In the absence of organized religion and grand causes, your new belief system will bring you untold power. The thing is, when someone's trying to sell you a cult pitch, it's, it's, it's gonna come out certain ways. It's always gonna be vague and it's, it's gonna be a real simple pitch. They'll offer something great and transformative and you will see them, like, usually they'll be, like, decked the fuck out in visual splendor. They'll show you promises of wealth, fame, fortune, luck, all the vices and desires that mankind can offer. And they'll make themselves luxurious and targets of attention. Is this starting to sound a little familiar, guys? You remember that pastor that blew away the fucking coronavirus? I'm, pretty, I'm not sure if you everyone saw it, but there was an interview with, um, well, I think it was Vice. A vice woman interviewed him, and they were trying to ask him how does how does his belief system, since he's like a mega like televangelist, how does his belief systems line up with the fact that he's literally flying around in a jet, a private jet? Would Jesus have approved of him flying in that jet? Definitely not, because anyone that's like read the Bible and study like the biblical text will know that Jesus was against the church taking money jesus was against money in the church he was it's almost like there's a really big cult that we forget about and i wonder which ones they are anywho (laughs) they'll find a way to enforce rituals guys they're just gonna do it and like the way it'll go is there'll be gatherings or times of comfort they'll organize the people they recruit into a hierarchy they'll get names levels they'll be like the grand, the fucking grand scion, or the duke, or maybe they'll be like, I'm on, I'm a level six advocate, and you're a level five. Once you've gone through everything, then you can move up. Here's here's a click, here's a quick one. Okay, everyone's watched the fucking Tiger King. I'm assuming most people have watched Tiger King, correct? Okay, you've seen Tiger King. Do you remember how Carol Baskin's little organization worked? Carol did not pay those people; they were all volunteers. However, once you were there for a certain amount of time, you moved up shirt levels. You moved up certain levels. And it was all, you're helping the great cause of saving the animals, but Carol kept those fucking animals in cages. Do you remember in the Tiger King when they asked, um, what was that man, was that man's name, Balthazar or some shit? The doctor, um the doctor, They had the cult of women but when they asked him on camera did he have a cult you can visibly see the rage like break his composure and before the guy even says it even he doesn't even say the word cult he goes oh i know what you're you're gonna say i'm starting to cult well i don't care that's just how it is they're always gonna have like abrasive not even yeah abrasive like harsh reactions towards other things and they'll find a way to enforce rituals like i said You'll never truly know their source of income, why? Because it's easy to confuse you and to keep the methods of what they do and their production to, to what they are producing. They want you to believe that all the wealth and splendor that they have is produced from the methods they set in play for you. Sound familiar? And then the worst thing that could be done is when they exploit the human need to be tribal, they'll create an us versus them dynamic. That you are part of an exclusive club all for the common goal that only you all share. Only you get it. You're the chosen ones. You're the smart ones. You see how that sounds. Do, do, do you understand where these lines of thought go and how they push people? They manufacture the notion of a devious enemy out to ruin you. And it plays with your head. It makes you, it makes you think that there is a force of non-believers that would do anything to stop you. And if you have no enemies, they're going to invent one give them a straw man to react against and your followers will tighten and cohere and become even closer to you they're gonna they're gonna call themselves family and they're gonna say that like there's specific reasons you're bonded in this they use certain words to inspire that little tick off in humans brains where we need to be a part of a group but just because that's how we function how it plays how they play off of us that doesn't necessarily mean that cults are bad it doesn't necessarily mean that religion is bad now i know that you might this might sound like a spill to go off on religion but as you can see not only in quality but also in the where this conversation is going everything's kind of shifted pitches for this part of the podcast so the really the thing about it is religion does do a lot of good things religion provides a sense of community it provides a sense of safety, a sense of organization. Like It promotes love. It promotes happiness. It does a lot, guys. It really does. It teaches a lot of people that haven't been taught how to love, how to love, and how to be loved. It gives people family when they had nothing. It's, it's something. It's definitely a beautiful thing, and I don't think it's necessarily good or bad. I personally think that it's just another one of those things about humans that we've modified into our existence that one day we might grow past and have to deal with or every day we might just come up with something new. I really hate that people let the differences between them move them to like distance themselves from other people just because they have different religions or faiths or beliefs. Because in my opinion, when you look at a lot of these religions or even the mythologies, they all have a lot of concurrence. So did you know that everyone remembers the great flood with Noah, right? All right. In real life, there was a massive flood. The earth, like after it was hit by a comet, which plunged us into a newfound ice age, but also flooded us. It swept It it, it destroyed most of the megafauna from the ice age. When I say megafauna, I mean big animals, giant animals, blah 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 blah. Anywho The flood is also recorded in Greek mythology. It says that Zeus let four he let loose all of the four winds, and they scoured the planet and flooded it. There's also records of floods in I believe Sumerian culture and Egyptian culture, which are two of the oldest civilizations to ever exist. So, what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of like correlations between all religions. Like most of the like Judeo-Christian beliefs say that there was a prophet walking around somewhere in their section, what I believe was 3,000 to four, 5,000 years ago, whichever the, whatever the time of Jesus Christ was. But what I'm trying to say was there's a lot of correlation. So it might not necessarily say, oh, this is exactly what happened. But it can lead you to think that if you compare all the variables and compare all the different sectors of it you can form a better opinion on exactly what you're looking at it's no longer just speculation it's okay there's a lot of sources saying that there was at least someone someone performing miracles quote-unquote in the middle east far eastern area that that is proven not to necessarily say jesus exists guys but there's a lot of information based on people's religions and also historical texts that would say he does. So realistically, what I'm trying to say is that you just need to be wary of what what people will do when they exploit the human need to group up and the human need to be accepted. You need to be wary of the promises that people will give you, because not all those promises are of grandeur in heaven. Some of those are of delusions of grandeur. So. That's all I really got. So, 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 so.